Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for a live stream. Today is May 1st, and it's a Saturday in 2021. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. It is a beautiful day here in Chicago. Really, really warm, but it is extremely windy. For my long run today, I had a long run, and I fought a headwind for the whole first half of it. And uh, I was very glad to turn around and be heading back up because that headwind was intense. Hopefully you guys had good runs out there today. Uh, before I get to who's here in the chat, I do want to say hi to everyone that's listening on the audio version and the podcast. Hopefully you guys are doing well and having a good run yourself. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you guys are having a great day as well. All right, Terry Furlong is here. He came in at 1 and he says, utterly confused, we'll be back later. Yeah, I, I felt like... Three o'clock would be better for me. I'm being very selfish. Here. Three o'clock is better for me on the weekend. One o'clock is better for me during the week. I don't know if that's going to be just too confusing. I don't know if we have to kind of just pick one or if we can bounce back and forth. I thought maybe if we had one, some of them at one, some of them at three, maybe that would work. But uh, I know that's going to be tough. All right. Remy says, did the time change again? Uh, yeah, just for the weekend. Sorry about that, guys. I know it's creating a lot of confusion. All right. Innes is here, and he says, Hey, Kofuzi and everybody watching the sun going down over the sea and hills from the camper van tonight in Olapool on the west coast of Scotland. Amazing. Very cool. Every time I hear the word camper van, I definitely think of Peppa Pig. Because that's not a word we use in the U.S. Um, at all. I've only heard it in the context of Peppa Pig. And to be honest, I've never heard a, a person other than like on Peppa Pig. I've never heard a person use that word before. So like, uh, I think I've, you know what? I think I've heard it talked about as camper vans on like old episodes of Top Gear. That's about it. But that sounds wonderful. And it uh, sounds like a beautiful day. Martha says, hey everyone, check this, check this channel on your phones, not iPad or computer to get updates from Mike when he changes the time. I only see that on my phone when he's had to cancel, e.g. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I set up the, 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 like the reminder I, when I schedule it it should show up like in people's feeds and it should say like what time it is I don't know maybe I need to do something else to make it more clear maybe I need to make a post of it I'm not sure all right sorry about that guys all right um yeah our cycle on Wednesdays here it says hi everyone and Brian he says I think it's a weekend versus weekday thing to schedule around the girls school yeah and then for us like 1 p.m on the weekend is like prime like us doing stuff time so I feel like that would not be great. Although 1 p.m. is really great for the week. So and that, that's, that's where it's coming from. All right. Leona says, happy Saturday, everyone. Easy four-miler around Lake Merced in soggy, in, <laughs> soggy, in foggy San Francisco today. Nice. That sounds pleasant. Awesome. That running guy said, just entered into my first race of this year. Half marathon on the 13th of June and then London. Cool. Very cool. Good luck. Still got some time. A little bit more than a month, that running guy. Awesome. Ron Andre says, hi, everyone. And uh, all right, I got to scroll down because uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm behind on the chat now already. All right, let's get, we got a super chat in here from Stevie76 says, congrats, 75K. Thanks for the super chat, Stevie. Definitely appreciate it. And yeah, thank you, everyone. Uh, a lot of people have been congratulating me on hitting 75,000. It feels like it got to like 74 real, like real quick and then like stopped. I just felt like there was no progress. I felt like I was on 74,000 forever and I was like, Oh, this is just it. That's where the channel ends. It's just going to always be 74,000. And then it just gradually will start shedding subscribers, I guess. But no, we finally got there. We finally got to 75,000. It's amazing. I, it's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for coming along. All right. Um, 
Jay from LA says, hi everyone. And Mike, what's going on, Jay? Good to see you again. And the host dog one says, what up everybody? Awesome. All right. Mm, all right, Martha's having some trouble with the Bluetooth keyboards, it looks like. Sorry about that, Martha. Seek your elite. Jody says, good day, everyone. Glad to be back. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. All right, Roadrunner Reviews, what's going on? He says, good afternoon, everyone. Very cool. All right, Scott Allison says, we got some shoe news in here, says, picked up a pair of the New Balance Rebel version 2 today. Loved how bouncy they were, but had to go up a half a size over normal. Ooh, you know what I was thinking about? I got to go to a running store now. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm ready to go. I've been avoiding them because I just didn't feel like it was necessary since I could do a lot of that shopping at home. But I'm thinking I need to make a trip to the running store, pick up a couple of gels. I think that could be fun. Um, and just kind of like, you know, make sure I'm getting back in there. All right. Chris Dyke says, hey, folks, got up for some fun hill work today. Nice. Good work. And Stephen Forster says, hi, Kaposi. Thanks for your video about the Nova Blast 2. I'm glad you appreciate it. Um, it's a fun shoe. I really like that one. Um, yeah, I think it's slight subtle changes. See, the, the hard thing I think about like a version two of the shoe is like, you know, the Epic React 1, great shoe. Pretty much everyone loved it right away. And then for Epic React 2, they changed almost nothing. And everyone was like, what the heck? And I think people complained about it so much, Nike didn't make an Epic React 3. And now we're like, oh man, I missed the Epic React. But then other shoes, like the Rincon, the Rincon 1, everyone loved. And then the next year, Rincon 2 came out, and everyone's like, huh, not that interested, right? So it's hard. I feel like it's hard. What do you do with a version 2 when the version 1 is really successful? It's tough. It's tough. I kind of considered like the 1080 like that too, because the 1080 version 10 was so different than the previous 1080s. I feel like, oh, they changed it up a little bit. I mean, I think the stack height is exactly the same. The upper, I think, is a little bit different, and it makes it feel a little bit different of a shoe. And so that was some slight changes, and I don't like it as much as a 1080 version 10, it seems. So I think I think they're just it's going in a different way. So. Those version twos are really hard, but I think with the Nova Blast 2, I'm pretty excited for what ASICs did. David probably says, happy Saturday run, fam. Awesome. And Ted and Ruth says, hi, with the waving emoji. What's going on, Ted and Ruth? Awesome. I got my afternoon coffee with me. I just brewed a new afternoon coffee, so I'm feeling very excited about it. The other thing that I was just thinking about, speaking of um, going to like the running store now that I feel comfortable doing so, is uh, I want to go to the local brewery and get my growler filled up. I haven't filled up a growler in over a year. It's been a long time. Well, I mean, you know, I haven't, but um, my father-in-law went a couple of times to the brewery down in Dyersville. Uh, they had curbside service, which is just a, like bizarre on a lot of levels. The fact that like they'll do curbside <laughs> growler service, so giving you basically like 60 ounces of beer in a big jug. And they'll put it in your car for you in a contactless way. It's really nice. Seems strange. But um, he did that a couple of times. So I haven't had, it's not like I haven't had any good beers in the last year, but I have had many good beers over the last year. But um, just going over to the local brewery and getting that growler filled, I feel like it's going to be nice. I don't know if I'll get to do that today. Maybe that's something I'll do tomorrow. Oh, Terry Furlong says, growler does not translate well to UK English. It is something else entirely. Is it? Hmm. All right. 
I don't know what it means in UK English. But do you guys know what I, you know what I'm talking about? I, for for uh, for us, it's just a big jug that you could fill with beer. Usually, it's about 64 ounces. I think is the standard size for a growler. I think I'm not sure. Um, I remember when I lived in St. Louis, there was this bar called Growlers. There was a couple of them, I think. And uh, I always just thought it was weird to name a bar after a vessel that's designed to be taken to go. You know, I just <laughs> thought that was like weird. I mean, uh, I felt like, uh, you know, I just felt like you're really encouraging the drinking and driving there, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Shannon says, I'm at the park for a picnic when my son has to poop and there's no cornfields. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? What do you do with that? Mm, that's always tough. Ugh. All right. Ryan says, yo, lay on the couch this weekend, recovering from my second vaccine. Nice video today on the Nova Blast 2. Awesome, Ryan. I saw the picture of you getting your second shot. Glad that uh, you got that done. And uh, yeah, I think it's been, what, like two days now for you? Or was it yesterday that you got it? So I think, you'll be sh I think you should be coming out of the funk soon. So yeah, you'll be, you'll be good to go in no time. And uh, Ian says, oh, a growler is like a beaver. Oh, really? <laughs> Getting my beaver filled? That's funny. <laughs> Remy says, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that's it. People, you guys are talking about some very interesting, different, a lot. I've seen a lot of them in the chat. Chat's funny today. You guys are funny. All right. Hostdog one says the rebel two size makes you worry about the RC elite two sizing and then selling out before I get the right size. Oh, that's a tough one. I feel like, um, I feel like shoes right now are at a point where, uh, they're actually a lot. There's a lot of similar, I feel like shoe tubing and tech tubing is very similar these days. Right. And so like one of the tech tubers that I follow is everyday dad. Do you guys follow everyday dad? I'm a big fan. And he's been tweeting like, if you're not sure if you want to get something from Apple and it's in pre-order, just do the pre-order. If you change your mind later, you can change your mind. But if you don't decide till later and it's past like the first round of pre-orders, you might have to wait a couple months. And I'm like, that's crazy. But it's the same thing with the shoes. You got to pick a size and you got to go with it. Because if you don't, you might have to wait for a restock. Now, I'm trying to remember. Was the, I think the RC Elite 1, I think there was plenty of that shoe. I don't think it ever really, did it sell out? I know there's like a couple of different colors now. And so like, I think you, I think like it's, if you want an RC Elite 1, you can get an RC Elite 1. But I don't know about that RC Elite 2. There's a lot of buzz on it and it looks great. Who was I seeing that just ran in it the other day? New Balance athlete, I'm trying to remember. And they were like, this shoe, it was a woman. And she was like, this shoe is great. I think she was doing track, she was doing track work with it too. And she's like, this is amazing. Um, I can't, I'm trying to remember who it was, but yeah see i i went with my normal size in the rc elite one i did really enjoy that upper um but mm, i don't know we'll have to see what that rebel too interesting larry lauren says hope my forgives me got alpha flies today for 179.89 hope they fit larry if your wife gives you a hard time you could tell you got a really good deal on it though you could at least say that so that maybe that will you know make soften the blow a little bit yeah, i'm not sure i'm not sure all right. Um, yeah, Martha says, and with a hard-to-get shoe, order two sizes and just send back the one that doesn't fit. Yeah, you know what? I was starting to think about, 
I've been starting to think about every time I say my wife or someone mentions a wife, CB76 always says, my wife. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, just, I will, as, as annoying as that got at the height, at like peak Borat, I just still think it's funny. Um, but you know what I was thinking about today? Because I, I ran in another um, uh, hydration pack today. And uh, I, I just, the sizing is always so, I mean, I think because it has to fit so snugly on your chest. I feel like the sizing is always tricky. That's kind of, I think that's kind of how I feel about hydration packs. If you're not trying it like at the store, like order, if there's multiple size options available, order multiple and then send them back the one that you don't want, you know? All right, quick question from Jay. Jay says, best socks for a marathon? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Stance. Stance is, has been my favorite, although, to be completely straightforward with you guys, I've never run a marathon in stance socks. I've run a marathon in Roadrunner socks. Like they sell them in a three pack. Those are nice. Very, very thin. Um, I guess it'll depend if you like a little bit of cushion in your sock or not. I, I usually don't. Um, and so those Roadrunner ones are good. I run in the Nike socks. Nike socks are great. And I think that's it. I'm trying to think of what other socks I've run in. That might be, I've, I've run in right socks, W-R-I-G-H-T. Those are also really good. But right now, Stance are my favorite socks. So I think, yeah, I think that that uh, is probably going to be the answer that I go with. Probably by right for my, for my next race, I'm going to be probably running in Stance socks. I'm trying to think. Will I? Yeah, I think probably. Brian, he says, do you think Garmin, Strava, et cetera, sell shoe usage data to companies? Hmm. Huh. I don't know. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if, that, you know, if you were a shoe company, would you want that information? Like, keeping in mind that, like, for me, I have, like, one shoe, the eight, uh, it's the 890 version 8 that according to my Strava has like 200 miles on it, but I've only run in the shoe once, but it's the default shoe and I've never deleted it. And uh, even though I don't run in it, I don't run in it. Um, and so sometimes like when Strava makes an error, like sometimes you could select something on Strava, hit save or update, and then it just won't take the update, whatever, or like the data that you change and it'll put it back to your default shoe. So like, I'm not sure like how useful that would be. Hmm. All right, Remy says, Remy, by the way, has been putting out some great videos. Uh, says, Co, any guidance on fair use? Everything I've read just seems really iffy about what and how much you can use. Thoughts? Is it best to avoid completely? Yeah, my, I mean, my thoughts on fair use are that uh, it is a very kind of like, there's no hard and fast rules. It's not like if you use five seconds of something, you know, um, is it okay? I'm not fully versed on exactly what qualifies for fair use. I mean, some things that qualify for fair use are like if you're using it for educational purposes. Um, or, and even then, like that doesn't mean you could just like, I'm giving a lecture on the matrix, so I'm gonna show you all of the matrix, or I'm giving you a lecture on running form, so I'm gonna replay the entire NBC Sports broadcast of a track meet. That's not exactly how, how it works either. Um, for music, I, like that's why I do um, epidemic sound like a, a like a music source because right now basically for a, I think maybe over a year I was just finding stuff that was like no copyright quote unquote on the internet 
And uh, over the last couple of years, basically I get a notification like every two weeks that some company has claimed that they own the rights to enforce the copyright on a certain song and that this no copyright quote unquote song that I used violates their rights. Um, I think that you can't do that because if it was given, uh, if I was given a license for use at a previous, at the time that it was published, you know, I don't I think you can like then claim it, but it's not really worth the fight. Uh, it's not worth having a copyright strike over a video that has like a hundred views and gets no other views. So like that, I kind of leave that there, but just to avoid it and to save a bunch of time and get better quality music, I use a service. The, the other thing is like when I, you know, like show pictures of shoes and stuff, that's why you tend to use Google image search. Um, I don't think that would insulate me from someone that really wanted to say, Hey, that's like a, that's my image. But like if the image that I'm picking says like, you know, Getty images or has a watermark on it, then I'll avoid using that. But like, if it's an image that like clearly Adidas has sent to like runner's world to use, or if that Adidas is putting out, then I'll kind of pick that. Um, that's why things also get flashed really quickly. So you guys get the idea of what I'm talking about, but I'm not really using it. I don't think that, I mean, if our whole, if I was getting held up to strict scrutiny, I'm not sure that that would necessarily win or make it better, but you know, the duration of the use is also something that goes into consideration as well. So I would say like, if you're not sure the answer is probably avoid it. It's kind of how I think about it. But I also feel like on YouTube, you know, there's a lot of kind of like, um, kind of like guardrails. So that way, like, you know, like the first time you do it, it's, you're probably not going to get like a lawsuit filed for you and a 75, like statutory, uh, damages or $75,000 per use. I don't, I don't think that's really going to, doesn't kind of jump out that way. So that's kind of how it, how it goes. That's my understanding of it. I am a lawyer, but I'm not a copyright lawyer and that's not legal advice. I'm just giving you my thoughts. <laughs> All right. Sean Marshall says, whoa, hey, now back to the original time on the weekends. I think just for the weekends, we'll try it out. I'm still kind of figuring it out. I've put a lot less thought into it than I probably should have, but we're going to go with the three o'clock for the weekends. All right. Martha says, YouTube cited us a couple of times for uploading our own live performances, even if pieces written for us. We disputed it. And of course it was dropped. Yeah. I've had one time where like an artist, like I found her on SoundCloud and I was like, this song is amazing. Can I use it? And she's like, oh yeah, I'd be, I'd be delighted if you would use it, you know? And she's like, just put, you know, attribution in the, in the, in the description. And so I used it. And then like a year and a half later, I got the copyright notification and I was like, I have expressed written consent from the composer, the copyright owner that, uh, to use this song. And so then it was dropped. So like, you know, a lot of times it's just like they, they use, I mean, I, for frankly, there's no like registry. So it's like, I don't know if some weird techno trap song, you know, uh, actually is owned or if not owned, if they've hired some other third party to enforce someone's copyright rights, um, if that actually is true. So like, there's no way for me to prove it, you know, like I wish that if I could change it, I would want to have that before, like, cause I can go and claim and say that, look, those videos that Martha posted, or that the symphony posted, those are my copyright. And then you get them a notification saying like someone else claims that they have the copyright. Um, I don't, I don't, as far as I know, I don't have to like say like, here's the documentation proving that I am in fact the rights holder or a licensed agent of the rights holder, you know? So I, that's where I think it's just like get the, 
the possibility for abuse is rampant because then these companies can say like, all right, the video can stay up, but any revenue that comes in comes to us. So I can go around and just, you know, use that copyright as like a, as a club and try to like get everyone to like get browbeaten into like saying just acquiescing because no one wants a copyright strike on their channel because then you can't do live streams um, at least for a while. So like that's, that's why I think it's really crappy. But for those, for me, for the most part, all those videos, it's like, you know, they're, they're not, they're not making me any money. All right. Sorry about the rant, but yeah. All right. Ronald Dre says, Co, what shoes are you planning on wearing for your 50 K? That's, <laughs> that's a great question. So the two trail shoes that I have right now are the Lone Peak five and the Kraft ultra carbon. I think the CTM Ultra Carbon is probably going to be a bit overkill for me on a like a five-hour race. I'm not sure I'm going to love that five hours into it. But I feel like it's probably like the right level of kind of like aggressiveness for what I'm looking to do. I would probably try it if it wasn't for the fact that that CTM Ultra Carbon, like the heel digs into my Achilles and gives me a giant blister even after just five miles. So like that's why... I mean, I know I could put like some bandages on it, like preemptively, and maybe that would solve the problem or wear like a thicker sock or, you know, they should make like ankle bands, not like a headband, but like on an ankle. So I could pre prevent that kind of chafing. Then I might think of it, but I'm thinking again, I'm going to be on my feet for a long time. Um, and probably doing some power hiking because of the, some of the Hills. So I'm thinking the Lone Peak five might be like the, the shoe for me. Frank says still saying five hours. Yeah, it could be seven. So like it could, it could be super, super long. I'm thinking anywhere between five and six hours now. That's kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm shifting. Although today I went for a long run. It was 18 miles and I was just like, and I went e like easy, just like my low heart rate level. And I was like, oh, this is, this is a long run. I don't know that I can run much harder than this for another 13 miles on a flat terrain. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, yeah. And so... Um, as far as what shoes I'm planning on wearing, probably going to wear the Lone Peaks. I did just get another shoe, a new, new trail shoe in for testing. I haven't tested it yet. Um, that might fit the bill. So we'll have to see, but I haven't, I haven't run in it yet. So uh, once I get a chance to run in it, then I'll, I'll kind of, I may update it, but I'm, I'm not sure. Just given the length uh, and the amount of like um, surprises I anticipate will happen, uh, like, I don't know what those surprises will be, but I'm sure there'll be surprises for me. I just think having the most comfortable shoe that I can is probably the better way to go. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Chris says, I can see Co. on Shark Tech promoting the ankle bands. Are there any runners of the Sharks? Uh, I'm trying to think. Mm, I, bet, I bet you Lori would like it. She'd be like, I could totally sell, I could sell these on QVC. Um, I, cause you know, you know what? My wife always, the ankle, like there, there isn't a shoe that doesn't dig into her ankle. So I feel like if there was a way I could uh, solve that problem for her, that would, that would make my life a lot easier. Leona Wong says, maybe try bandages on the spot. I've been trying uh, KT tape at one point sent me, or I got gifted some KT tape, uh, a KT tape product. Um, and it's the shape of like a, like an oval and it goes right around the Achilles right there. And it, it's like, that's like the perfect size and it's extra thick and it's just basically a blister cover. So 
That's maybe. Carl J says, it's been a while. New job makes it hard to join during the week, but I made it today. Well, good to see you, Carl. Love the puppy in the profile pic there. Good looking dog. And then good to see you, Carl. All right. Martha says, we watch Shark Tank and lots of repeats. Haven't seen any runner stuff. You know, I love watching Shark Tank, but uh, I only watch it when I'm traveling. Because, like, I get to the hotel and you're like, I don't know what's on. So you put on CNBC at night and it's like Shark Tank reruns. I, I don't, for some reason, I find that very comforting when I'm traveling. Um, before years ago, when I like kind of like first graduated from college, um, and uh, I was traveling for work then, I wasn't traveling too much, but whenever, if I did ever have to like travel, um, it was uh, Samantha Brown. She would have her travel shows. That was what I would always turn on. I don't know why watching a travel show while I was traveling was seemed like such a great idea, but, um, but now like Shark Tank is usually what I put on. Uh, but I haven't watched hardly any Shark Tank in the last year because I haven't gotten anywhere. I miss it, I guess. And Chris says, you can also preemptively apply some new skin. Oh, I've never tried new skin. Kenneth Desrosier says, Strava says you're the local legend for the Lakefront Mile. Yeah, I'm not sure which mile that is, um, but I've gotten lots of little, I've gotten like, I don't know if I've lost them or what, because I don't, I don't know if it, I think it tells you if you lost a, like a course record, a CR. I think they changed it, right? They called them CRs now. Um, but um, I know it emails if you lose it, but I don't know if it emails if you lose local legend status. But like I've been picked because there's lots of little segments along the entire like lakefront path that I run, and I've picked up a lot of different <laughs> local legend statuses uh, over the past couple of uh, a couple of weeks, just because I'm out there every day and I run kind of the same route every day. Even if we're on like a longer route, there are certain points that I will like almost always hit every single time. So like that's that's where that that's where that's coming from. I guess like you know uh, I think the only way someone could beat me is if they're running doubles, just because I run the same area every day. So like I'm already running seven days a week, so you got to do more than seven days a week to get it, I guess. But sometimes I don't run the exact same way. Sometimes I go north rather than south, so it's maybe not every day. All right, Ronald Dre says, I saw so many puppies on my run today because I hit the snooze button. Totally worth it. Yeah, I got out a little bit later than I was intending to today. And I just saw so many more people than usual. And I know it's like a lot warmer than it's been. Um, there's new CDC guidance in terms of being outside and going and getting some exercise and stuff. So like that also changed. Uh, and also, I think a lot of the running groups are starting to like, you know, ramp back. They've been out there, but they're really starting to ramp back up. So like, yeah, I saw it's just so I was like a little bit not unnerved. But I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people out here today. What are all these people doing? I'm like, oh, they're all running. This is awesome. So it was very exciting to see. Very exciting. Um, all right. Martha says, Mike, Lev has a very low ankle bone and only can only wear shoes cut low. I thought of that when you mentioned the high ankle collar in the last two. It was high. Yeah. I mean, it made me think of like, I don't usually nor notice the ankles. Um, like the parts that's on the side, you know, like here's, here's your ankle bone sticks out. And then there's like the part of the shoe that kind of cups around it. I've only noticed it really on two shoes. One is on the Nova Blast two, And the other is on the Vomero 14. Do you guys remember that shoe? It had such a low cut ankle. It was like really dipped down low. And I felt like this is one of Nike's taller daily trainers. Why, why did they make it so your ankle could just slip out so much? Well, maybe that's why. Yeah. Hmm. 
All right. James, I always say double days might be an option. Uh, I, I mean, I used to run doubles when I was like um, run commuting. But uh, right now I just don't have the time for doubles. Um, I guess like if my kids go back to like in-person school, then I might, you know, find it be like, all right, well, I'll drop them off at school, go for a quick run, then hop, you know, go to the grocery store or something like that on the way back and then run and then pick them up. So maybe there might be time for doubles, but right now I don't really feel the need for doubles. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, Leona says, I've been notified when I'm no longer a local legend of a segment. Oh, okay. You know, it'd be weird if like, if someone's like, I'm going to get a local legend status along the lakefront. I'm going to go do it. And they're like, who is this Michael Coe dude? That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I'd be like, this guy is the slowest local legend I've ever seen. But yeah. I saw today along the lakefront, there was a dude, he was probably in his mid-20s. But he was doing some like warm-up drills. I'm like, oh, those are some serious warm-up drills. And then he turned around and I could see it, his shirt was like a footlocker cross-country championships. I'm like, oh, man. That I'm like, that dude's probably fast if he ran in a footlocker. But I'm like, that dude's also in his mid-20s. That guy's had that shirt for like a decade. He's been running in that shirt for like a decade. I'm like, that's a long time to be holding on to that glory. But uh, not that he should be ashamed of it by any means. But it seemed like weird to be running in that shirt. And then like five minutes later, the dude like ran by me and just blew my doors off. Not that I was like racing or trying to go fast today, but it's pretty funny. I was like, yeah, he is fast. That's why he has the shirt. <laughs> mm. Oh, it looks like my mom's here. Hi, mom. How are you? Yes. DV76 says it was an elite warm up. Yeah. He was doing the thing where you put your arm out. I think they're called, are they called toy soldiers? You put your arm out and touch your opposite foot. And then... Um, he was doing lots of those. I was like, those are good look. Those are, those are good high kicks. So I was like, awesome. Um, all right. Jack Redcliffe says, what's up from Mississippi? Happy running. 